everybody. Welcome to another episode of Laguna Beach, the podcast. As always, it's your host, Kelly. I wanted to give a quick shout out to two different podcasts that I was on last week. I'm also just a fan of their podcast. So if you're looking for something new to sink your teeth into, I was on the Ready to Be Petty podcast. So thank you so much, Tori, for having me. I had a great time. And then I was on So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey. And you guys know I love Ryan. Him and I have had a great friendship through the podcast and everything. And he's actually going to come on the podcast after Real Housewives of Utah airs because, or Salt Lake City, I'm sorry, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City airs because I'm going to want to talk about it. And he's a great Bravo guy. He knows everything about Bravo. So he's going to be on it or he's going to come on this podcast to talk about it. And I'm excited about that. I think it's going to be a really good time. I am trying to have more guests on the podcast. I know I've said that before, but honestly, I am such a little control freak. It's actually really difficult for me to like have other people on because I feel like I want things to go a certain way. And any guests that I've had has been incredible. None of them have ever like given pushback or anything. But I also, I'm not like a guest-based podcast. So I don't know. It's kind of weird to me to sometimes have guests on. But I promise you I'm going to start reaching out to other people because I just, I think it's kind of nice to break it up a little bit. And sometimes it's nice to not hear my voice the whole time. (laughs) But those are the two podcasts. It's called Ready to Be Petty. And then I was on So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey. So I had a lot of fun on both podcasts and I hope you guys enjoy it. Before I get into the podcast, I did vote this week. I wanted to do early voting. I actually wanted to try and vote on election day. That's something I've never done. I've always done early voting, but it really stressed me out, even the thought of going anywhere on election day. But if you are nervous about voting in person, I will tell you my experience real quick. It was a lot of social distancing, which was awesome. It did take almost two hours to get through the, about two hours, I would say like, an hour and 50 minutes to get through the voting line. But again, I think it's because they were doing social distancing. And I also went right after work. So I'm sure that's like a hot time for people to go. But yeah, get out there, exercise your right to vote and use your voice. And a few followers from other parts of the world were like, does it always take two hours? And honestly, I don't know. I mean, I've always gone in and out. I know that these are different times though, but also I know people who've been able to vote within 30 minutes, they get there, wait a little line and then go. So I feel like everywhere is a little bit different. I know people in Atlanta are waiting like 11 hours to vote. So it's all different in all over the country, but I definitely think it's important to use your voice. And yeah, I mean, that's why we're getting the Laguna reunion because so many people registered to vote or check their registration. I think they said like 9,000 people did. And a few people asked me if I knew when the um, reunion was happening. I know it aired or taped last week. They recorded the Zoom last week. So I'm gonna guess it's gonna come out before election day because it was to get people to vote. So I would guess sometime, probably this week, this upcoming week or beginning of next week. And I just have to say, I know I usually I'm like, let's get right into the recap, but my DMs have been wild lately. So I'm gonna, this is kind of like a hint. I guess I'm doing my own little blind in a way. But a cast member who you would not expect DM'd me a photo and said, we look much happier here. And when I saw this person DM'd me, I was like, holy shit. Like I was at work and looked at my coworker and I was like, you're not going to believe who just sent me a DM. So this person, I'm not going to say hasn't been a fan of the page, but you know, we kind of, we kind of wondered if they liked the page or not. They've liked a post once and I have commented on their things and they've responded. So that's like the little hint I'm going to give. And they were on 
both seasons of Laguna, and they were on one of the spinoffs. So that's that's some hints. I'm giving you some hints, okay? But yeah, I was really surprised to see that. And then they also said, I'm surprised you weren't the host. So that was kind of a cool compliment. When I read it, I was like, okay, me too, girl. (laughs) Oh, well, that's another hint that I just let out by accident. But yeah, and then also the host, Emily, the one who's hosting the Zoom reached out. And she's very nice. So if you're sending her any mean messages, please don't. She's very nice. And yeah, hopefully we'll get it within a week or two, because like I said, I think it's going to come out before Election Day. I have a feeling, especially if they recorded it last week. How much editing do you need to do on a Zoom? I mean, I guess I'm thinking of editing my podcast and it takes like an hour and a half. So we shall see. Also, the Vampire Diaries deep dive is going to be next week. It I'm putting it together and there's some juicy stuff. I mean, like most CW shows, the whole cast has dated each other and we always love that. This episode of The Hills is season three, episode 23. We are almost done with season three. It has taken forever, but it's kind of funny because now we're getting to episodes that I just don't remember. They're not ones that I've ever really revisited. So even though I know the outcome of what happens in the hills, it's kind of nice to watch episodes and be like, oh, I don't remember that. But during the recap, we find out that Whitney loves her new job. Lauren says that Whitney's doing a great job. And, you know, Kelly Catrone said she's doing a great job. And then we are reminded that Stephanie went to Lauren's birthday party and (laughs) Heidi and Spencer, quote unquote, weren't pleased to say the least, right? Lauren ends it with, but Heidi was about to make a friend of her own. Ooh, the way Lauren ends those a lot of the times, it's like, ooh, what's gonna happen? But we start off this episode with former work wives, but still friends, Lauren and Whitney, and they're eating lunch. And Lauren fills Whitney in that Spencer made Stephanie cry. He's like, yeah, you know how Stephanie was at my birthday? And Whitney was like, yeah, I thought I saw her. I'm like, Whitney, you were there. But Lauren says, like, you know, Spencer made her cry. And Whitney says, people just waste so much time being angry at people. She's not involved in any way. And she has no reason to not be nice to you. And then Lauren quickly says, yeah, he called her Brody. And Whitney's eyes just, like, roll into the back of her head. She's like, oh, my God, that's ridiculous. And I feel like Whitney's really starting to come into her own, especially this season. And now that she has this newer job and she's Kelly Catrone's buddy, she's about to have a lot more going on for her. But Lauren asks Whitney about her job. And Whitney fills her in on her trip to New York. And Lauren's like, I wish I got to go to New York. But Whitney says that Kelly wants to model the L.A. office after the New York City office. Then she tells her that her job was to call out models and to work backstage at the fashion show. And Lauren quickly goes, yeah, that's like my dream job. And Whitney was like, yeah, when I was doing it, I was like, wow, Lauren would love this. And then Lauren looks away all dramatically. You know, Lauren's bummed because Whitney's living out Lauren's dream. But Lauren's not good at her job at Team Vogue, so I don't know why she thinks she would get this People Revolution job. But we love this for Whitney. We love that she's loving her new job. She's thriving. She's having a great time. And one thing I always think of whenever Lauren does those, like, glares where you can tell she's upset but doesn't say anything, on her podcast, she did an episode with a producer. I think her name was Stephanie. I can't remember. But she did a podcast with a producer from the Hills, And the producer was like, you know, you just look and everybody knows how you feel. She kept saying, you don't even need to tell anyone what you're feeling. All you have to do is like glance away and it's all over your face. And you can't even teach that in acting school. And I was kind of like, hmm, that's interesting. So now when I watch it, I'm always like, yeah, I guess you can read any expression that's on Lauren's face. 
No poker face for that girl. Now we are at People's Revolution, and it's very busy, as always. I feel like everything about People's Revolution is always busy, and everyone is always stressed out. But you hear Kelly going, let's gather around like the family we are. And she starts talking about LA Fashion Week, and then she starts going over the rules. Now, there are a lot of rules when it comes to LA Fashion Week. She starts saying, you need to have complete devotion. This is not a 9 to 5 in LA. You're probably going to work every night until 11 at least. Please wear all black. I don't want to see any boobs or piercings. If you have tattoos, I don't care. I don't want to see them. Do not roll your eyes at me. And you guys know what I thought of immediately. One of my favorite quotes from Very Cavallari. Don't roll your eyes at me, Shannon. I don't know why that line kills me every time. But when I heard don't roll your eyes, that's what I thought of. Anyway, Kelly continues and says, Do not question what we're asking you to do. We're not here to be your friend. I already know this business. But we're here to teach you and we're here to help you. And I'm kind of like, shit, like I really need Kelly Catrone to yell at me. Maybe I would actually get shit done and like move forward in my career if I had Kelly Catrone up my ass. But as they're all sitting there, she asks the publicist Jessica about celebrity outreach. And Jessica has dropped the ball. Jessica's like, I just, I haven't done it. I haven't had time. And someone kind of leans over and they were like, well, that's kind of your thing. And Jessica's like, I know, I know it is. I just, I, I, I haven't done it yet. And Whitney ends up kind of popping out and she's like, well, you know, with one of the designers, he works with a lot of female celebrities and we can re- reach out to them. And Kelly immediately is like, this is great. Perfect. She ends it with support and collaboration are key. And I actually agree with that. I think if you're in a workplace, always support each other, try and collaborate and don't be mean. Anyway, we're at Teen Vogue and it's a very somber moment for our girl Lauren. She's sitting in the office or in the fashion closet by herself and she glances over to where Whitney once sat and the desk is empty. Honestly, if I was Lauren, I would move to that desk because I don't want to sit in the high chair that she was sitting at. Lauren ends up calling Whitney and she's kind of like, hey, what are you doing? And Whitney's like, I'm working. It's very busy here. (laughs) And she's trying to catch up and she's like, I miss you here. And Whitney's just kind of like, yeah, I'm really busy. I can't talk right now. I'm sorry. And hangs up on Lauren. So Lauren has now feeling like she's lost her work wife after she has lost her best friend, Heidi. And you know she's kind of like jealous. There has to be a little bit of jealousy, right? I mean, if Kelly Catrone actually likes you, you must be doing something right. And I do think that Kelly and Whitney did have a real friendship and partnership type of deal. So the next scene, we are at Heidi's apartment and Stephanie and Heidi are getting ready for a girls' night. They're doing makeup and Heidi just keeps saying, I never go out anymore. I've ne- I haven't been out in so long. I haven't gone out in forever. And I'm so excited to have a girls' night. Also, Stephanie's bangs are full-fledged bangs tonight. I know that sometimes she doesn't have them, but in this one she does. And they end up going to a place called Vice, and Heidi's excited. She just keeps being like, ooh, this name's like kind of (laughs) crazy. When she said that, I was like, Vice? Vice is crazy? She walks in, and guess who else is there? Take a guess. Who is in this club? It's Audrina. Surprisingly, I mean... Like I said, I don't really remember this, and I was almost expecting Spencer to be there. But no, it's Audrina. And Stephanie points her out and tells her to say hi to Audrina. And Heidi's like, I don't know, we were friends. And then she took Lauren's side, but I'm going to say something to her. I'm definitely going to say something to her. And in these moments, I wonder if it was kind of a surprise. If production was like, you girls are going to go to Vice and Audrina's going to be there, but she doesn't know you're going to be there and you're going to surprise her. Because I feel like Heidi would be down for that. And obviously Stephanie doesn't care. She would be too. But Heidi goes up to her and sits with her. And 
One little thing I did notice is Yeah by Usher is playing in the background, but they definitely tried to do like a royalty-free club song. But when the girls are talking, you can hear like, yeah, yeah, in the background. I don't know. Just little things that I catch on to. And I know a lot of you watch along after the podcast or before the podcast. So when they're talking, you hear, yeah. When it's like a break, it's like weird club music. I don't know. But Heidi is like, it's just so crazy. That's <laughs> that's Heidi's go-do thing. She's always like, I don't know. It's just so crazy, isn't it? And Audrina quickly, she's like, I just, I don't want to get involved. I understand, but it's been really hard for me. There have been times where I've just cried and I feel so alone and I need my girlfriends and I need that support system. And then Audrina says, but then it's kind of like you have to learn how to keep your friends while you're dating somebody. And Heidi drops the bomb. She's like, well, Spencer and I are having issues. And Heidi tells her that they can always hang out. And Audrina just looks like really awkward. She looks extremely uncomfortable. She's like, I don't want to be here. Lauren's going to get mad at me. I don't want to be on Lauren's shit list. I like my storyline. But then automatically, Stephanie and Kiara join the girls. And you know, production was probably like, okay, they did what they needed to do. You girls can go back, deliver drinks and hang out. But it's like a quick little moment of everyone kind of introducing themselves to each other. And then Steph and Heidi leave. But Audrina turns to Kiara and is like, I never expected them to be here. And Kiara, who I have grown to really like, even though she doesn't have many scenes, she says, we were having fun. Why did shit have to go down like that? (laughs) And then Audrina says that Heidi knows she made a mistake. She says, I don't want to get into it. I listen to what she said, but like, then a shoulder shrug. She doesn't finish her thought because you're like, but no, that's what she wanted to say. Um, But like, no. The next day or next scene or whenever, we are at a place called Room Service and Heidi is furniture shopping with Steph and she wants more mature stuff. She's like, you know, now that Spencer's out, I want to I wanna have more mature things in my home. And Stephanie goes, like, no graffiti on the walls. But then she says that she less, left some stuff back at Lauren's apartment. And it's kind of weird. She's like, you know, I left like a mirror and I left a picture and I just want to get it back. And it's like, how long have you not lived there? I feel like it's been quite some time. And Stephanie goes, well, they probably threw it out or burned it or dumped wine all over it. And Heidi basically said she was like, I moved out so quick that I didn't get to grab everything I needed. And I also wouldn't blame Lauren if she just threw all my shit away. But she's going to reach out to Audrina, see if they still have it. And this is her operation, steal Audrina back as a friend. Now we're at gym time with Lauren and Whitney. And Lauren keeps asking about people's revolution. And Whitney fills her in and says, it's basically what they've done times six. She's like, you know what we've done? Well, time's up by six. That's how fucking busy I am, Lauren. You're lucky I can make it to the gym, okay? Then Lauren brings up the first time she met Kelly Catrone. And I don't know if you guys remember it. She was looking for tickets to a fashion show. And Kelly was like, well, I can't help you with that. And then Lisa comes over and kind of smoothed everything out. And Whitney was like, oh my God, I remember that. I wasn't there, but I remember you crying. (laughs) And Whitney also kind of talks about The Jessica thing that happened, like, about celebrities not being reached out to. And she was like, Kelly hasn't been mean to me, but that was pretty aggressive of her. Basically, it ends with Lauren saying she wants to see People's Revolution. And Whitney's like, just swing by and lunch. That's when you can see the office and everything. And also before that, before they ended that conversation, they kind of joked. And Lauren's like, do you have new friends? And she's like, well, none like you, of course. 
isn't that always funny when you have a work wife or a work best friend or whatever and you guys hang out outside of work as well and then they get a new job and start hanging out with other people is that just me being like oh are we not besties anymore I'm just kidding I used again it used to be like that now I'm like oh people are allowed to have more than one friend but you're always kind of like is there gonna meet somebody as cool as I am but Whitney, Whitney lets Lauren know that there's no one who's going to take her place. Meanwhile, Lauren's like scheming, how can I get a job there? Because I'm sick of Teen Vogue. And Teen Vogue's probably like, we're sick of you too, Lauren. <laughs> the next scene, we're at Fitum and Lauren and Stephanie both missed their classes last week. Lauren's like, oh, I didn't come last week. And Stephanie's like, neither did I. And they're probably like, we didn't have to film, so we weren't here. But Stephanie got everything wrong on her homework. She shows Lauren the homework, and she's like, I got every single question wrong. And Lauren's like, oh, wow. But then Stephanie starts to stir the pot, and I'm going to play an audio clip. And this is when you start realizing, like, "Mm, maybe Stephanie is a little bit of a double agent. So I'm going to play the clip in three, two, one. So Heidi and I went to Vice last night, and we saw Gina and Kira. Yeah, Heidi and Aldrina talked for a long time, and it kind of seems like they're cool now, but it was interesting. I love the whole adding, they kind of seem like they're cool now when it wasn't like that at all. Like, Audrina did not want Heidi near her at all because she does not want the wrath of Miss Lauren Conrad. So back at the apartment, Audrina comes home to Lauren making a shopping list. And of course it gets awkward, but I'm going to play this audio clip and it's the last audio clip of the episode, but I'm going to play it in three two, one. Actually, that's a lie. There is one more uh, video audio clip of this episode, but I am going to play an episode in three, two, one. Okay, go. Just curious. What? Were you talking to Heidi at Vice last night? Yeah. I mean, like, you could be friends with her no matter what. I would just be careful if you considered being good friends with her because it wouldn't surprise me if she wanted to be friends with you. I have no intentions of being... I know, but I'm just saying, I'm just telling you to be careful. I will. Because she is someone who's going to stab you in the back two seconds later. Lauren, I have no intentions of being friends with her. Like, I have my good friends. I have you. You know what I mean? Like, I don't need someone else in my life to stir up drama. I think that you're a really nice person and that sometimes people take advantage of that. Seriously? I would just be careful. Okay. You've been such a good friend to me, and I'm not going to, like, go behind your back and, like, hang out with someone that's done bad things to you. Also, how much did her stomach sink when Lauren asked that question? Audrina's response was like, yeah, like the softest little yeah you could possibly say. She was like, oh my God, I'm going to be kicked out of the apartment. <laughs> the next scene, next day, we're at People's Revolution and Lauren comes in to visit Whitney and Whitney is styling for a photo shoot and the stylists are helping Whitney organize. They're like, okay, these shirts are a certain color. You need to add them in to the Excel sheet, whatever they said. But Lauren ends up stepping up to help. She's like, oh, yeah, I can help. I can help for sure. And I kind of wonder if that would happen in real life. If you were to visit your friend at work or say it's like this and all of a sudden you're helping, I feel like their boss wouldn't love that. But again, this is the Hills world, not the real world. But it's kind of nice. She's helping Whitney and Whitney appreciates her. And someone kind of pops their head around and she's like, who are you? And Lauren's like, oh, I'm, I'm just here to help. And Whitney jokes, she goes, she's my assistant. And then whoever this woman was, the name popped up. I'm sorry, I didn't write it down. But she was like, well, we always need extra help around this time of year. So if you're down to help, we, we're happy to have you. And Lauren kind of gets her in at People's Revolution like she wanted. So the next scene, we are at the apartment and Audrina's just bopping around the kitchen doing her thing. 
and Heidi walks in. Like, there's a knock on the door. She opens it. It's Heidi. And they still had all of Heidi's stuff. They had the mirror. They had some box. And they had a painting, I think. That's from Heidi's mom's friend. And immediately, Heidi's, like, trying to get um, Audrina to talk shit. She's like, you know, I don't I don't want things to be weird. I still don't even know why she's friends with Stephanie. And Audrina's like, I don't want to talk to you. I just had to deal with Lauren. I don't want to deal with her again. And Audrina just doesn't bite. Like I said, she's like, isn't it weird that like Stephanie and Lauren are friends? And Audrina's like, I don't know. The world's crazy. (laughs) But it's a really quick scene. Audrina hands her her stuff and Heidi sits for like a second or two and then Heidi leaves. Actually, it is kind of weird. Like I said, there's a box and it's like a memory box, I'm guessing. And Audrina goes, what's in there? And Heidi like closes it quick. She's like, just things with Lauren and ex-boyfriends that I don't need. It's like, well, do you want me to throw it away? Like, what do you want us to do with it? But she leaves with all her stuff. And like I said, it's a really quick scene. And I think it's so quick because Audrina is like, I am not talking shit about Stephanie and Lauren's friendship. I'm not doing it. So the final scene of the episode, Lauren comes home and Audrina kind of opens up about Heidi stopping by. So I'm going to play this. And this is kind of a, maybe not longer than the last audio clip. It's probably the same length. But this is the final um, audio clip of the episode. And I'm going to play it in three, two, one. How's something to tell you? Oh, tell me. Well, when you were gone today, Heidi came over. She was like, show up? Or did you talk to her? She called me and she's like, is it okay if I come and get my stuff? Because I'm redoing my apartment. She had that box that you put in a pile with the mirror. Did she like come in here and chill? She sat down for a few minutes, yeah. She was saying, like, how weird it was being in here. And all Why the hell was she in here? I don't know. She came to get her stuff. Grab her stuff and leave, then. Why is she, like, coming in here and, like, making herself at home? It's not her home anymore. I, don't, I honestly don't even know what to say about the whole thing. It's just weird. And I do think, I don't even know what to say about this whole thing, is a staple Audrina line. So when she said that, I was like, of course, I love it so much. But again, I think Audrina just wants to stay cool with Lauren. And that's basically F Heidi, we're going to be cool. And that's that. But that is the episode. Heidi's trying to weasel her way back into Lauren's life. And I guess we'll see what happens. I don't think they have another scene together for a while. But I could be wrong, because like I said, I don't really remember these episodes, which is actually really cool. Just real quick, Kristen Cavallari was on the Kelly Clarkson show, and I feel like it was just a full circle moment. Remember when she was sitting in the back of that limo singing Since You've Been Gone? Now she is sitting on the same couch as Kelly, of course, keeping social distancing rules, but Jamie Lee Curtis was also on it. And I am so sad that they did not bring up Kristen singing on Laguna Beach. I feel like that would have been a great thing to like joke about, to talk about, but... Kristen was there promoting Uncommon James jewelry. I don't, I didn't watch the whole thing. I don't know. I'm sure she talked about the cookbook as well. I thought that was kind of a cool moment that she was able to sit there with Kelly Clarkson after like jamming out to her on, on um, you know, the show that made her famous. I don't know. It was just a cool moment. And you guys know I love Kelly Clarkson, so I'm here for it. Kind of random, but Justin Bieber recently performed on Saturday Night Live. He did it this past weekend. He looked really healthy and it looked like he was actually happy happy to be on stage singing. So you guys know that even though I have my worries about Justin Bieber, this is like a little Justin Bieber corner. I haven't had one in a while. I hope he's doing well. It was kind of, it was nice seeing him like singing and actually being into it because for a long time, I feel like his eyes were just kind of like dead eyes. I kind of felt like, 
You know, you could wave your hand in front of his face and he wouldn't even blink. So it was cool seeing seeing him back up there singing. I do think it was good that he didn't go on tour. Maybe he wasn't ready then, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if you'll ever see Justin do another big tour. I really don't. I just, I don't think he has it in him. I don't think he really wants to. I think he probably likes doing little performances, but a full stadium tour seems like a lot of work. On another note, Zoe 101 is coming back with a reboot. And honestly, this is gonna be probably unpopular. I'm kind of like, why? I don't know. I don't really need to see if her and Chase ended up together. I guess when I, I don't know. And I feel like such a Grinch saying that because I know people are really excited. But a lot of the reboots, I'm like, you got to stop. Like, I'm sick of these reboots. And maybe I'm alone in saying that. But if you're excited about it, that's awesome. I, I thought Zoe 101 was funny. I think I was in high school when it became more popular. I was definitely in high school when Jamie Lynn Spears was pregnant because I remember that was like the talk of the school and everyone was talking about it because in my high school, like we didn't have any teen pregnancies. We had a lot of like drug use, but no teen pregnancies. So it was very scandalous for us. But yeah, they're coming back. And honestly, maybe the shit will expose Dan Schneider, allegedly, whatever he's done. Dan Schneider is allegedly a really gross man. And somehow with the Me Too movement, you know, Amanda Bynes ended up talking about it. But this is when she was going through her very public um, meltdown. And people just wanted to kind of laugh her off, which sucks. Sucks so bad because she was saying things. And also, um, the girl from iCarly, not... Not Miranda Cosgrove, Jenna McCurdy. She also went on a Dan Schneider rant and people were like, oh, she's just drunk or crazy or whatever. And I don't, I think she came back and kind of backtracked it a little bit, but maybe one day his victims will get the justice they deserve. His alleged victims will get the justice they deserve. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, highly recommend you just Googling Dan Schneider feet. That's all you need to do. And I know it sounds weird and it's probably not something you want on like your Google history, but a lot of stuff will pop up. So I did talk about this on the Petty Podcast, as I like to call it, but I wanted to talk a little bit about Dominic West and Lily James. It's Lily James. I had to take a moment and actually Google it because I was like, I know it's not Lily Collins. It's Lily James. But if you don't know Dominic West, who I've never heard of before because I didn't watch The Affair, he was on that show, and Lily James was Cinderella, and then she was also in Mamma Mia 2. But they were caught in Rome all over each other, and he's a very married man. He's 50, um, and I think Lily James is like 28, maybe, maybe a little older. And she was also just um, rumored to be with Chris Evans. So I don't know what's going on there. Anyway... I do think it was a little bit of a publicity thing. She has a movie coming out and I just thought it was weird that they were at these really like popular places in Italy making out with one another and then Dominic West's wife, like her friends came out and they were like, oh, she's so shocked. And then the next day they did like a weird press conference in front of a castle in Ireland. I don't know if it was a castle. I think it was a castle because she's a part of like... Irish royalty. I don't know if I read that right. My Irish followers, please let me know if I'm correct. But they, like, (laughs) I don't know. It's the most bizarre thing I've ever seen in my life. I'm trying to, like, make sense of it, and I have to laugh because they put out a piece of paper that said, our marriage is fine, and then they kissed and walked inside. And I was like, what the fuck? (laughs) I was like, is that what they do? (laughs) Like, in Ireland, if you were caught cheating, do you have a public press conference for the whole town to see? I know it's because they're, um, you know, actors, but I've never seen anything like that. 
The only thing I can really compare this to is when Kristen Stewart and that director, Rupert, I forget his last name, were together, were caught together. And he, he was like all over her on a bridge. And that's when she was playing Snow White and Lily James with Cinderella. And it's kind of like, maybe Disney princess live action films just need to chill out. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I actually really like the Snow White with Kristen Stewart. But anyway... Yeah, so I do think Dominic West and Lily may have been a little bit of PR, but I know Lily James just canceled her Today Show appearance, so she's probably like, well, shit, this isn't working out how I thought it was going to work out. But I didn't even know who Dominic West was before this, so his name's out there. I obviously know who he is now. Lily James, I knew who she was, and I guess we'll just see what happens. We're going we're gonna to ride this out. 2020. What a year. That sounded like a Polly D joke, which is actually kind of perfect because Jersey Shore family reunion, they did another season of it without Snooki. And apparently, according to Dina, they just wrapped up filming. And I'm kind of curious to see how it goes because Angelina like is refusing to film with anybody. And, or that's what we were left off with, right? She was mad at everybody for jokes. And I will say, I up until that, I was kind of like, oh, like the girls shouldn't have been that mean and all this stuff. And then I, watching it, I felt like Angelina just talked herself into being angry, and I was like, eh, come on. But yeah, apparently there's a new season of that coming out. Who knows when it'll be out, but they already filmed it. No update on the Hills filming coming back. I know that they're supposed to start filming in a week or two, but I guess we will see what happens there. A few people asked me what I thought about Jason and Talon's YouTube series. It's called Dad Debate. If you haven't watched it, it's on YouTube, like I said, and you can just search Dad Debate and Talon and Jason. Actually, it's actually interesting because I feel like, I don't know, parenting tips always seem to come from moms from everything I've seen. I know that I'm not a parent myself, so I haven't done like a lot of research, but it all seems to be like mom advice and kind of hearing two dudes talk about it is actually kind of cool and they get really open and they are a little bit more vulnerable than I expected. Jason, I think, is a very vulnerable guy. He's very open, but seeing Talon being like that's really cool as well. And like I said, I feel like Talon on my live with him, he was really open so it's just, it's cool that they were able to do that and they're still doing it. Um, I, w I always wonder why they went YouTube instead of podcast. And then I actually put up the questionnaire that I get, that I put up, I'm sorry, that I put up every week for the podcast. Somebody asked me why I chose a podcast over YouTube. End of the day, my life is not that interesting. <laughs> and I can remember my friend Callie, she still does blogging and vlogging and all of that. And she just had her baby. So congratulations to Callie. But she would film like everything when we were at work, when we were driving, when and she did a lot of like makeup tutorials and stuff. And I don't even wear makeup. So I couldn't do any of that. I just, I thought a podcast would be better for me and for my self-esteem. <laughs> because this, people would just be like, oh, your voice is annoying. Stop doing, in, um, stop doing your impressions, you know, stuff like that. Whereas if you saw my face, maybe you'd be a little harsher. I don't know. But yeah, that's why I went podcast. Another person asked, how do you know it's time to get bangs? And it's actually funny. At work, I was like, I might bring my bangs back. And someone was like, no, go to therapy. And she's never seen me with like my full bangs that I usually have. And I looked at her. I'm like, I'm a bang gal. I like having bangs. This is the first time I haven't had bangs. And she's like, I'm so sorry. I'm like, no, it's okay. But encourage people. If they want bangs, do it. But I think if you want to try something new with your hair, you might as well. That's kind of how I felt about growing my bangs out because I didn't get a haircut from February to June because of quarantine, of course. 
which is the longest. I usually go like six weeks and then get my hair cut. But I don't know, it's always nice to switch it up. If you want bangs, get bangs. Get bangs, whatever. If you hate them, guess what? Your hair will grow. I would say get longer bangs. I like a si- I like a good side bang better than the blunt straight across bangs. Although I almost, last week or the week before when I was getting my hair done, I almost got straight across bangs. I was really close. And then I was like, no, I've, wait, I've tried so hard to grow these out. <laughs> a few people asked me about Emily in Paris. Last podcast, I said I didn't like it. And I'm really struggling to get through it. I have finished maybe one episode since uh, my last podcast episode. And I don't know. I just, I can't really get into it. I don't know what it is. It's, it's an easy watch though. Like I have it on in the background when I'm doing other things. But I'm not like sitting there, edge of my seat, what's Emily going to do? And Lily Collins actually got like, people were giving her so much shit because she said, oh, well, Emily's probably like 22, but she has her master's. And everyone was like, of course, Phil Collins' daughter doesn't know how long it takes to get your master's. I don't know. I just thought that was kind of funny. And she actually put up an apology. She's like, sorry, guys, I'm really messed up with that answer. But I like Lily Collins. There's something about her that I just like. And I thought she did a really, really good job in the Ted Bundy Netflix movie with Zac Efron. Speaking of Zac Efron, I believe today is his birthday. So happy birthday to that Greek god. And also, I kind of love his journey right now. He did his Down to Earth with Zac Efron on Netflix. And now he decided to move to Australia. I don't know if he's there full time. Pretty sure he is. He said he was going to move there and just disappear from Hollywood. And now he's just dating like a waitress living in Australia. And I love that for Zach. As long as he keeps that beard going and like his little buff, like love Zach, Efron. <laughs> I also forgot to tell you guys, when I was home, I watched A Star is Born for the first time and Bohemian Rhapsody. My stepmom was appalled that I hadn't watched him yet. And I was like, well, you know, I kind of know what happened already in Star is Born. Oh my God, Star is Born is a great movie, okay? Lady Gaga stole the show. And you guys are like, yeah, Kelly, it came out like two years ago. We've already watched it. We already know. I just have to say she deserved a lot of awards for that movie. And I thought um, Zac Efron, oh my God. I thought Bradley Cooper also deserved awards because my stepmom and I were going back and forth and I'm like, I don't think Rami Malek really deserved the Oscar. And she's like, you haven't seen the movies. I'm like, okay, fair. So we watched them and I I held true to my word. I was like, no, I think Bradley Cooper deserved it. But yeah, that's just a little thing when I was home because I really don't watch a ton of movies or anything anymore. I want to try and get better with it. A few people, they asked me what my favorite Halloween movie was. Let me tell you one thing. I am a very anxious person. I'm always afraid of everything. And me and horror movies do not get along. I do not do well with scary movies. The movie Signs scared me. The one with the aliens and Mel Gibson. That movie like shook me to the core. I would say the only real Halloween movie I will watch is like Hocus Pocus. But again, with that movie, I actually didn't watch it till I was like 22. (laughs) Because I guess when it came out, my mom brought my brother and I and my great aunt, we all went to the movies. I was way too young to be trying to see fucking Hocus Pocus in the movies. And I cried so hard, my mom had to like walk around the movie theater with me while my great aunt and brother stayed in the theater to watch the movie. (laughs) So yeah, I do not do well with scary movies. I would say the like scariest movie I will actually enjoy to watch is House of Wax, just because it's not that scary. But I like that movie. I like House of Wax. That's a good one. Amityville Horror was very scary for me. Uh, Blair Witch Project, couldn't sleep. 
The Shining, horrible, scary movie, The Grudge. Actually, the woman who's dying in The Grudge is named Karen Williams, which is my mother's name. So I didn't love that. The movie scared me. <laughs> and then I know a lot of people, there's a Netflix show called Haunting on the Hill or something like that. And they're like, you should watch that. I'm like, believe me, now that I live alone, especially, I can't do that to myself. I can barely listen to true crime. It's it's a lot for me, especially with these fucking crazy nightmares I'm having. I had sleep paralysis again this week and I need sage. That's what I need to do. I need to sage my apartment. I need to reach out to Spencer Pratt and be like, you know, you, you wanted to sage me on my birthday, but I really need you to. <laughs> I should have talked about this to begin with, but Kristen's new man, Jeff Die. Apparently, they're just hanging out. Someone came out and said they're not dating. They're just buddies. And all I could think of was in season two when she's like, I just wasn't thinking right, you know? So yeah, Kristen is still single. We still have single Kristen and we love single Kristen. So I'm excited for that. Another thing, I did try and watch The Bachelorette. I actually watched the first episode and I got pretty bored. I don't know if, if this show is for me. I'm going to give it another episode or two but let's see what happens. I feel like we already know what happens and then we don't know what happens. So I'm excited to watch the craziness unravel, I guess. Maybe first episode is just a little boring. It's funny, I actually deleted my question thing by accident. So I asked you guys again and somebody wanted me, or a few people actually wanted me to talk about Nicole Richie and Cameron Diaz being sister-in-laws. And I think that's awesome. I think Nicole Richie's hysterical. I really love Cameron Diaz and I kind of love that she just retired from acting. Although I believe it's because she didn't want to like have just aged out mother roles, which is kind of sad. We need to do better for women in Hollywood. But anyway, <laughs> someone said there has to be more there. I don't know what more could there could be. Like Cameron Diaz is married to Benji Madden. Nicole Richie's married to Joel Madden. They, they, I don't know, they're married to twins. <laughs> but I can't see what more would be there. And I don't think they've ever spoken ill about one another. I'm sure they actually get along well. And I would actually love to have a conversation with the two of them. Just like sit down, hang out, and listen to them talk to one another. Another person asked me, what is my favorite hangover remedy? Let me tell you about my hangover remedy. It's kind of gross. Usually I get sick. Usually I just make myself get sick and I'll feel better. But if I don't do that, what I like to do is I like to have a Coke, a good cold Coca-Cola, followed by a blue Gatorade, and then we slowly start to sip on water. Because let's be clear, if you're violently hungover, don't go right to water. Don't do that to yourself. It's not going to be good for you. But yeah, I usually go soda. Soda is my go-to, even when I'm not hungover. I drink way too much soda. But that is neither here nor there. Hangover remedies always go bottle of Coke, bottle of Gatorade, then we have some water because your body, your body's not ready for that ice cold glass of water. I will tell you that right now. And then, you know, maybe you can get a McDonald's chicken nuggets or a sandwich from Dunkin Donuts. But usually I get sick too. <laughs> I know it's gross and I'm sorry if that grosses you out. And I also try and sleep. So there's a lot of things you can do. But at this point, at 29, when I get hungover, I am just out for the count for a day. So recently, I had a two-day hangover, and I was like, what the fuck is this? And I felt like I didn't even drink that much, so I was even more upset about that. But one thing I want to do for the rest of the year and next year is not drink as much as I do. I think quarantine has made me drink a lot more than I typically do. And I just want to not drink that much. And I've been only been drinking seltzers, really. So if I drink anything else, I usually get hungover, which is very unfortunate because you guys know how much I love vodka. You guys know vodka was my go-to drink for a long time. But now whenever I drink it, I get sick. 
So unfortunately, I don't think it's for me. Now I'm just basic drinking my White Claws. Let me be. Let me live my life, okay? (laughs) So a few more people asked me why season two was not invited to the Laguna reunion. And I don't have an answer for that. I really don't. I'm not sure if it's because, you know, Dieter, Steven, Trey, and Lauren are all really still like best friends. And they thought season one was the way to go. But hopefully, hopefully we get a petty reunion or something with the season two cast because they weren't invited to this one. I definitely think it's interesting how now Jessica's like a fan favorite in a way. Because obviously back in the day, people were like, Jessica's so annoying. Jessica's the worst. And honestly, maybe she is like looking back, she is still annoying. But people can respect that she carried that show on her back season two. Without Jessica for season two, it would be so boring. Kristen did a great job narrating it. But Jessica brought that drama. Jessica did all she could. Jessica stood on the balcony with her cat. She did, she went above and beyond, if you ask me. But when I first started the page, people hated Jessica. But it's kind of funny, obviously, watching the evolution. And now people are like, where's Jessica? Like, Jessica deserves this. (laughs) Another person asked me about the Mean Girls musical movie. And I'm very interested to see what happens. I want to see this play out. I want to know what music Tina Fey is going to figure out for this. Is she going to write her own music? Is she going to use, you know, Bitch by Meredith Brooks? Or maybe she's going to use Girls Just Want to Have Fun. Or maybe she's going to use WAP. Who knows? Who knows what songs Tina Fey is going to pull out of her back pocket. But I think Tina Fey's brilliant. I usually, you know, at first when I heard about it, I was like, "Mm, maybe not. But you know Lindsay Lohan's going to be pissed that she's not in it. She's going to be like, um, guys, I can sing. And the fact that I wasn't a part of this musical is bullshit. As she does for everything. Like, I remember when she wasn't in the Ariana Grande music video, she was pissed. But I guess we shall see what happens there. But I was surprised by how much I like the Legally Blonde musical, so I'm hoping to be pleasantly surprised with the Mean Girls musical as well. So Adele is coming back. Adele is hosting SNL on October 24th, and I think she'll do a good job. I actually think Adele's pretty funny if you watch her interviews and everything. I believe she has a album coming out on the 30th. I saw it on Twitter. It's rumored, okay, it's a rumored release that she's going to drop an album on October 30th. SNL will be where she kind of announces it, but she ain't singing on SNL. She's not singing on it. And then there are also a lot of rumors going around that Taylor Swift is actually on Adele's album for a duet. And as much as I love Taylor, I'm like, never, no one should ever do a duet with Adele because her voice is out of control. She's one of the best singers out there, in my opinion, one of the best voices of all time, even. So... I mean, obviously, you know I want that, but but they don't need to do a duet, right? Like, Adele never needs a duet. Adele does not need another voice even harmonizing with hers. But wouldn't it be interesting if that happened or if she did have, like, a full duet album? I'm kind of curious to see what that would be like, but I also just want Adele. Like, I just want an Adele album. I don't need, I don't need anybody else. Just Adele singing me to sleep. It's all I need in life. So I will end with some teen mom stuff. It's not even stuff. People have asked me why I haven't been doing recaps. And to be honest, this was just filmed such a long time ago. Like, Kale's not even pregnant with the baby she's already had for like four months at this point. So I feel like it just, it was too long. They waited too long to release this. I will say I always forget that Leah's sister got pregnant when they were in Costa Rica, I believe, with someone who um, with someone who lives in Costa Rica. So whenever that storyline comes back, I'm always like, oh my God, I forgot about that. Like, that's wild. Also, 
we have Jade, and I feel bad for Jade. I really do. I feel like Jade, she's the newer cast member. If you don't, if you haven't watched, I understand a lot of people don't watch Teen Mom anymore. But she has all these, like, leeches in her life, and I hope that she can just get away from her parents, Sean, and just, like, take care of her daughter, because that seems like what she wants to do, and she seemed like a really good mom. So it is a real bummer to see that she is struggling the way she is with all these people who are seemingly just using her. Brianna, I don't really care for Brianna, but I think her daughters are adorable. I think Stella's, like, the cutest little kid, and it sucks that her dad is such a piece of shit. Chelsea is living that life. You know Chelsea. Chelsea has like the perfect little life with her perfect husband and perfect kids but I think the next few episodes seem really good with that because unfortunately her daughter of course Audrey Aubrey I'm sorry not Audrey Aubrey her dad is a piece of shit Adam is no good she just got a cell phone and it shows in the previews that she's trying to text her dad and her dad's just not responding so that's so sad and I always think I don't remember it was the 16 and pregnant episode or like a very early season of Teen Mom 2 when Adam was like I'll sign the rights over to that baby right now and I wish he did that because Cole is obviously a much better father figure to Aubrey and yeah I always think about that scene it bums me out because you know she's gonna see that one day and she already doesn't have a great relationship with him so it's only gonna get worse and but luckily she does have you know Cole who's a great father figure to her and Chelsea seems to be like a really good mom to her as well. Kale I don't like Kale I think Kale's a lot but I also really respect Kale I think Kale is a really really good mom even if I don't like her personality even if I don't like whatever End of the day, she's still a good mom. I can't say she's not. This past episode, she was saying Javi was trying to have sex with her and all this stuff. And then she apologized for saying it all on camera because he is in a relationship with someone named Lauren, I believe. So many Laurens in the reality TV hemisphere. Hemisphere? Atmosphere? Universe? (laughs) What the fuck am I saying? So many Laurens in the reality TV universe is what I meant to say. This isn't science class, guys. But we all know that while she was pregnant, Javi cheated on Lauren in their own bathroom at a party they were having. Javi just, you know, he played it up. He really tricked me. I thought Javi was a great guy. I thought he was super cute. But he just seems like such a narcissistic asshole. He just seems like he knows what people want to see. And again, I don't think him and Kale were good together to begin with. I think that they fought a lot. I remember one episode, she hit him, which I do not condone that. I just think that Kale, she ended up actually apologizing for talking about how Javi tried to have sex with her, which he did. She showed the text messages and even the way she kind of like, brushed him off. I don't know. I read that and I was like, you should be like, fuck you. You have a girl and a baby at home. Why are you trying to have sex with me like your ex-wife? So those are my Teen Mom 2 thoughts right now. I think it's almost over, but I do think I'm not as into it because it was filmed such a long time ago. And that's one thing, and I talk about this a lot with Lagoon in the Hills. I love that there was no real social media. I mean, eventually we got MySpace, but even that you couldn't, I guess in my opinion, wasn't like keeping up on Instagram or Twitter, obviously. So I do feel like social media ruins a lot of stuff for reality TV. And maybe that's why I love Lagoon in the Hills so much. Like nothing was ruined for us other than when we found out the Hills was fake. (laughs) But that's kind of all I got this week. I'm sorry there wasn't a ton of pop culture stuff. It's just been a quieter week. I, I feel like we needed a nice quiet week though, because 2020 has been insane and we're almost done with it. We're almost on to 2021. Fingers crossed that it is better than 2020. And I just want to say, you know, I'm proud that we've made it this far. I'm proud we've gotten this far, guys. 
We're doing great. We're doing our best. And I have actually been trying to read more. So that's something I'm doing to like calm myself down because I can be a little crazy sometimes. My mind, when my mind gets going, there's no shutting it off. And I'm sure a lot of you feel that way. So go for a walk, stretch, try and take a bath, relax, chill out, write in, maybe start a journal. I feel like if you're going to start a journal, now's, now's the time to do it. And one thing I always do, not always, but I like to write a lot, and I think I've talked about it on the podcast, but if I am mad at someone, I'll write them a note, write it all down, rip it up, like just get it out of my system, and then we move on, we move on. So if you're happy, maybe write like a fuck you 2020 note, read everything, let it like hold it for a little bit, and then throw it away, like just let it go. (laughs) But here is to a good next few months. I know there are a lot of holidays coming up. I know holidays are tough for a lot of people, myself included. But let's just try and keep our head above water and we're doing the best we can. Remember that. I don't know what kind of pep talk that was, but I hope it was a good pep talk for you. And I will talk to you guys next week. I hope you have a great week. And as always, if you have any suggestions, please DM me. Let me know. And next week is also going to be the Vampire Diaries deep dive. Even if you're not a huge like Vampire Diaries fan, I think you'll still like it just because it is celebrity gossip. And I know a lot of you guys like celebrity gossip in general. But I will talk to you guys next week. And yeah, bye.